Welcome to the Enduring Hope Podcast. I'm Scott McIntyre. Hey, what happens when you have endured a tough time? Maybe you've weathered a troubled marriage. You've just gotten a new job after being without one for months. Or maybe you've survived a life-threatening illness like I have. Then, just when you think life is back to normal, the same thing happens again. All of a sudden, it's like you're thrown back into that former time, and you start to doubt. You start to get frustrated that you've already done this. You know, I've already been here. You might even ask the question, why God? Well, listen to this segment from our TV special, Enduring Hope, same name. You can find the link in the description if you want to watch it, where Christina and I talk about when this happened to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, let my life song sing to you. When we truly worship, not just sing songs, it seems to open our hearts up to better hear God speaking into our lives. Sometimes it brings clarity or peace. Sometimes it strengthens our faith or reminds us of who we are in Him. God used music as a tool to help me overcome my blindness and also to sustain me during the ordeal of the transplant. And I thought I had faced the biggest obstacles I'd ever have to face in my life but I was wrong. A few weeks before our wedding, we found out that Scott would need a second kidney transplant. And up until that point, we thought it might be when we were empty nesters, if ever, but it became clear that it was going to be much sooner. And we weren't really prepared for that. In a way, I think I had moved on from the thought of possibly needing a second kidney transplant in the future. I knew God had already given me the gift of more time on this earth, and I was so thankful for that, but I hadn't really internalized what it meant to completely and continually depend on God each and every day. Our first few years of marriage, we had some struggle and adjustment, but we also had lots of great memories and really enjoyed getting to work together and travel to events. Still, there was this cloud of uncertainty hanging over our heads because we didn't know when this next transplant would happen, or even if it would happen. After we'd been married about three years, my health started to rapidly decline. Watching Scott get sick and lose more and more of his strength was hard, but it really forced us to slow down and appreciate the blessings we did have in each other and in the friends and family who came around us during that time. I'm so thankful for Christina's loving care and sacrifice during that time, really lifting me up when times were hardest. I know that for me, it was a time of almost being forced to grow, and scriptures took on a new meaning. I think we both really embraced James uh, chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, which says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And there's a big difference between reading that and really taking it to heart. And it didn't happen overnight, but we really tried to have that hindsight is 2020 perspective while we were still in the trial. In life, we don't always get the transplant. We don't always get the cure or the healed relationship or the easy solution to our problems. But God doesn't want us to wait until life is perfect in order to have joy. 
Looking back, Christina and I have both said that that time of uncertainty was one of the best years of our lives. When you're standing at a crossroads And you're just about to lose hope do you find yourself right now facing the same obstacles you thought you'd already conquered? Maybe you're at a crossroads. Maybe you're just about to lose hope. First, let me encourage you to hold on. If you're still here, God has something more for you, okay? He's not done with you yet. And if you can admit that, then the next step is asking, to what have you tied your joy? You see, if you're ultimately looking for fulfillment in marriage, if you're ultimately looking for fulfillment in your vocation, if you're ultimately looking for fulfillment in your health, you will struggle, you will be disappointed. But if your purpose is found in not just the gifts God gives, but in knowing God himself, if that's what gives you fulfillment, you will not be discouraged. You know what? Even if you feel discouraged for a time, you can't stay there because the joy you have in the Lord is too great. Here's how Psalm 16 verse 11 puts it. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forever. Now, We'd be the first to say that God is glorified when marriages are restored or any relationship is restored. He's glorified when he provides financially for the needs of his children. He's glorified when illnesses are overcome. But it's not always immediately possible or it's not always God's immediate plan. I say immediate because in the end, all believers will be relationally restored, and we will have incorruptible bodies that will not become sick ever again. Right now on this earth, pain and suffering is inevitable, but God wants to give you joy in the midst of it all. So instead of trying to manufacture your perfect life here in a fallen world, trust in Jesus and what he has promised in the life to come for those who follow him.